Hey everybody, this is Connor, your podcast producer. We're back at it again with another Pints with Pat. This week, Pat is talking to our amazing coworker Nicholas Sorini, about our marketing initiative and what it takes to take our video content to the next level. Really hope you enjoy the conversation. Have a great weekend. Busy, full of stuff to do, but uh, we're making this a priority because it's important to do it every Friday. So recap the re- the week real quick is, can kind of sum it up with a conversation I had with uh, our friend Nuweed, who is a flipper, does a good amount of volume in Jacksonville. He called me the other day asking how everything's going with us. We haven't sold him many wholesale deals in a while, um, so we haven't had contact in a couple months, and he was just kind of wondering what's up, if we had anything because he was looking for stuff. And my sum up to him was we're doing a good amount of volume. Now we have a huge balance sheet, um, but we're buying very thin for the most part. So we're doing a lot of houses at thin margins. I bought one earlier in the week, uh, that Kyle wasn't very happy about, but, um, we, we ended up selling that one. We'll make a little bit off it. I think we'll do maybe make eight to 10 off it. Um, but it's just thin to put out that kind of money and take on that sort of risk. So that's been in the name of the game, a lot of competition. Um, so other than that this week, yeah, we bought that one Kyle bought one off auction. So I think we have two total this week. We closed on a couple, um, in the past, um, a little input just on what open door told me this week is, uh, Open Door seems to be very overwhelmed with the volume that they're buying in Jacksonville right now. So uh, the um, the advisor that's does all our houses spoke to me and he said they're ma- they're making some changes, especially with investor bought houses. So um, they're not going to be as aggressive if the house has been bought or sold within a year of people asking for an offer, which I thought was interesting. So an offer they made on a really nice house that I bought in Mandarin, closed on, tried to sell it to Open Door. They made a real, real kind of limp dick offer at me. And uh, I was just surprised. I called him and I was like, this is, this house is worth way more. And he said, with investors now, we're, we're offering less. So I thought that was weird. Um, Once again, I think Open Door is... uh, kind of biting off more they can than they can chew especially in jacksonville i mean they're buying hundreds and hundreds of houses and i just don't quite know what they're going to do with all of them but that's pretty much the week in real estate we got nick uh on with us today and i wanted to talk just a, a little bit about social media film mostly because uh um before we decide to bring on this media team i think it's a cool topic um Gary Vanderchuk would get on his podcast and say, all you need to do to make your business explode is hire a camera guy to follow you around all day, edit the video and put it out online. It seems really easy in theory. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we, we tried it. Uh, We've been through a couple people at this point and uh, we're trying to nail down what actually works, but what holes do you think being as good as you are, with your vision with the camera and knowing the time it takes to edit and uh, have a strategy and plan these videos, where do you think the holes are 
in that theory of just get a video guy, have him follow you around and film you. Like, can, can you give us the list? I'm sure it's huge of problems with that <laughs> and why that doesn't work. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I think it really depends on what you're trying to do. So maybe for, I mean, obviously for what Gary Build v, an audience. What Gary V's been doing, it seems to be working for him. But it, to a certain extent, it seems that he already kind of had an audience when he went and did that. So I've, you know, when I first got hired here, Cody told me to check all that out. Um, and he, he does seem to talk a lot about how when he, he really grew his base by just engaging constantly on social media. And it seems like he was already sort of had amassed this following. People wanted to hear what he had to say to an extent before he maybe went and got the video guy. And that just made it bigger for him because I guess when you're that a video guy following you around and having crowds of people ask you questions and you know sort of worship you in a weird way to extend <laughs> um, that you know that's that is inherently interesting content you know i'm sure his video guy probably isn't sitting there cutting everything together there's probably like a small team of people doing that because if that video guy's got to be there filming all the time then who's putting all that content together right. you know me and cody have talked about it before you know, to put captions on a video like we do. I mean, that's, you can count on about an hour for a minute of video to put captions on something. Cause you got to sit there, go through it, type it all out. Then you got to go in and title by title. Okay. This is one's going to go here. Make sure they're all centered. Um, you know, I guess what we're trying to do here is a little different in that we are, we're trying to direct our content with a little bit more focus um, have it be a little bit more specific towards educational purposes for the people in the community uh, to kind of give back to the community. And I, I think that in that way, we're doing a good job. Um, should we want to scale it up, you know, more people would, would be helpful. Uh, an extra video guy, an extra editor, or just somebody to literally sit in a computer and log footage and say, yeah, this little snip right here, this 30 seconds, this is good. The other 10 minutes of this video are kind of just bullshit. Could so you outsource it. something like that to, uh, I, I, I just, I know that VAs are really good at editing video if they know what to do. Mm -hmm. So is that something we could outsource to a virtual assistant type? If you told them what to do and say, Hey, caption this video, Hey, do this. Yeah. Like little things that really you shouldn't be doing because you should be doing, you know, the, the filming and the creative side of things, mm -hmm. the monotonous shit, like putting captions in a video like that should be outsourced in my mind yeah and i mean in in a sense we you know we have connor who he is kind of our guy who yeah. does a lot of that stuff i mean i have a couple of small ticket items that i handle myself and some bigger ticket items like i'll be taking over the edit on flipping ain't easy yeah um which i think is great i'll be editing the the my jack stuff that we that we are going to go to production with here in a, in a couple weeks um, and that's, you know, outsourcing. I, I haven't really, I, I'm not even familiar that with the virtual assistant thing. I didn't even know that was really an option. So that might be something to look into. Absolutely. Um, but we're, like I said, where we're at right now and the direction that the content is heading, um, you know, Cody and Tabitha and Connor have all been awesome and communicating and, you know, we're on a really good track right now and we're, pumping out content constantly. I mean, me and Tabitha had a meeting this morning um, and 
something I always make sure to ask her as, as much as I can is, is there anything that you need <laughs> like soon? <laughs> Am I falling behind anywhere on content for you to post? And she's like, no, you know, we're pretty much a month ahead, which that's a good place to be. Now, if we wanted to scale it up, double that, you know, yeah, we need to start thinking about more people to bring in. Cause I wouldn't say I'm at the end of my rope, but it's, uh, I work all day, every day to make sure that there's content available. I try to get at least a couple of videos and a pile of photos into the drive, uh, before I leave work every day. I, th- I think it's been going great also. Um, the, the only thing I would add for that is it's, I mean, it's taken a lot of work just to get you to where you're at now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For, for you to, it, it's easy for someone to just call someone like you and say, Hey, can you just follow me around and film me and edit and create content? It's like, well, what do you want? What's the purpose of it? Do you want these to be educational videos? Do you want me to just film you during the day? Like no one cares what you're doing during the day. Right. That's, mm-hmm. and that's the struggle that's been the struggle with us is like some of it's cool, but a lot of the days like in front of the computer, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like cold calling. It's like, what are you going to do? Hire a full-time video guy just to film you cold calling all day. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've noticed that there's been a difference in when you see me around you with a camera from when I started. So when I started, it was kind of just like always shoot everything. Yeah. And I was doing that for a while and it was getting to a point where I'm sitting here. I'm like, well, shit, I got, I shot a hundred gigs of Pat today, but we were mostly like talking about Nick Foles, (laughs) (laughs) some, something just like, you know, there might be a little snip in there that's usable, but at the end of the day is like, is, is this really worth everybody's time for me to be just in your office filming you on the computer doing auctions? Cause I was doing that for a little while and most days it was like, yeah, nothing really that interesting. <laughs> and, and that's that's you guys telling me that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not a very interesting day, which is that's totally fine. You know, there there are monotonous aspects to I think every business, including filmmaking. Right. Um, people get an idea in their head that certain things are going to be more glamorous than they are. I think what we've done a good job of is figuring out what are the important bits, and that's why we do these like weekly videos with you guys, like the Flashback Fridays and the weekly topics. Yeah. Because you guys have a lot of good insight and we can use our sort of lack of knowledge to put ourselves in the audience's shoes um, and ask you guys these questions, you know, that you may think are like, like the skip tracing, right? We're sitting there like, what the fuck is skip tracing? Right. He's just, yeah, just put it into batch skip trace. It's all good. (laughs) Um, what? Right. (laughs) You know, you have a different perspective on what's people would think is valuable. Exactly. Um, I'm always trying to think of like the next content thing too. like, what's a cool thing to post on that Facebook group that we have, you know, is it these shined up videos? Is it Facebook live of houses? Like what sort of cool little niche video can we do? Like, that's just a quick 20 second, something that people like look forward to hearing about every mm-hmm. week. I think Flashback Friday is a step towards that. Absolutely. Um, but 
what's a cool thing that people will be like, oh, like Pat's going to do another video about the profit on what they made on the house. I'm going to watch this. Or he does one once a week. Like I'm going to watch this one. Creating a following on like a single piece or a single segment has just kind of been in the back of my head. Um, Just putting that out there. What? So someone also like say it's a completely different type of business because ours is kind of unique in that. Um, so we're reaching out to this connect community, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of investors that want to learn how to do it. And a lot of our content is based on that. And we also have content based for, for homeowners, which is much tougher. I mean, the, the margins are big in our business, but the clients are fewer. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to, it's not like a coffee shop. You know what I mean? I always go back to the yeah. coffee shop. If someone owned, um, some the owner of bold bean, wanted to jump in and do like we did with Yellowbird and create this big social media presence and podcast. And they hired a video guy and say, they said, film around here and, uh, you know, edit the videos. What, what would you, what would be some of the questions you had for them? If they were like, do Gary, Gary Vanderchuk, this coffee shop, (laughs) you know what I mean? What would it, as they would be like, as far as Gary goes, they'd be like, yeah, Nick, come on, just film us and edit the videos, make them look cool, make them look like we're hustling. And we'll have a huge following and we'll get sell more coffee because of it. What would you say to that? I mean, my, my big question, it's, you got to think about what the thesis of the Gary Vaynerchuk thing is. Um, Cause he's got his whole like wine operation, but his, his social media thing, the motivational stuff seems to be relatively separate from that. Um, like he's, yeah, you know, you can buy $15,000 or whatever of Gary Vaynerchuk's wine and you get to you know spend 20 minutes with him, um, on his podcast. (laughs) Yes. Whole nother thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think he, he is a good example of using social media to drive yourself and promote yourself, but is what he's doing directly related to his business stuff? No, I don't think so. So to say to someone at the coffee shop, like, you know, who wants to do this Gary Vaynerchuk style, my question would be, okay, you know, more specifically, what are you trying to get after here? Are you, are you looking to talk about the motivational aspects of being a business owner? Or are you looking to just promote bold bean? Cause when it comes down to it, I believe that, you know, the way you should sh- uh, strategize a marketing plan uh, if that sentence makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> um, is, is to really focus on how that business is going to connect with the community and focus on the business aspects of it and what makes you special as that business. So what, what are you special as bold bean or any other coffee shop or like a bar or something like what, what makes this different from the other places? Right. Why should we come here and spend your time doing that rather than just, you know, let's film everything that we do because we're like motivational people. And, you know, I think there is definitely some good tidbits of insight to get out of anybody who has driven themselves to the point where they run something successful. Cause that is a mindset thing. Um, but I think that a decision needs to be made is like, do we need to be all mindset or do we need to focus on driving this product? Right. And that's you're making me think when you were saying that because it's uh, um, you're exactly right in that his stuff is like motivational business motivational stuff, um, but he also just harps on the importance of being out there, being mm-hmm. on Instagram, having video content, whatever it is. So if you're 
if you're going to a coffee shop, my idea, my plan would be to promote the employees that work there. Like, mm-hmm. okay, a good example too is like Mellow Mushroom. The Mellow Mushroom at the beach, they're, they're, if you want to work there, their job applicant, you've never seen their job application. I have. Right? I've applied to that Mellow Mushroom. So you've seen it. <laughs> and I didn't get it's a job. Like, <laughs> the, the questions on there is because you're too level-headed to get a job there. <laughs> their questions on there are like, what would you do if you wanted to like change the world? Like they, that's their question <laughs> yeah. on their job. And one, there's one like just empty page and it says, draw a picture of whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's their job application. So I think that's really cool and interesting. Cause you're going to get a certain type of person, you know, the stoner, the stoner yeah. hippie girl that works there, but that's them. Like that's their vibe, and people love that, Drop especially in Jack's psychedelic Beach. mushroom with yep. like a wave. <laughs> that's that's why Jack's Beach is their highest grossing location because yeah. that's the vibe in Jack's Beach, mm-hmm. and people fucking love Mellow Mushroom. Uh, so I think you you film someone like Mellow Mushroom every day, and you get the vibe that it's this laid back kind of stoner beach pizza place. People that associate themselves with that type of persona want to go there. Yeah. So if you are showcasing a coffee shop, like what kind of coffee shop are you? Are you like a laid back stoner coffee shop that really is into their lattes and making Mm -hmm. everything cool? Or are you like high energy You know, you can with through the video, you can get a feel for how the coffee shop is run and you can like the, the people in the coffee shop become characters in the video Mm -hmm. and it makes it. I mean, I know if I constantly saw on Facebook, a coffee shop that had, you know, they made funny videos of their employees or they're doing cool stuff. I would go there. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. You say Gary's, uh, all Gary's stuff is motivational, more self-promotion. It's a completely different mindset going into a business like that. And I think, I think what you're onto here is something, you know, the question I would ask is, you know, what, what do you guys see yourself as? How do you want to be perceived by the community? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you want to reach out to, your audience, your customer base, what's your goal here? And you know, Gary V what Gary V is doing is he has a very clear understanding of what he's trying to do. Right. What, what people should do if they want to follow in the Gary V footsteps is not necessarily look at the content that he's post posting, but look at the ways in which he's go going about it. You know, the frequency at which he posts the yeah. engagement that he does, you know, Cody talks a lot about the dollar 80 strategy. Yeah. I think that's awesome actually. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about doing it on my own front just to open up more avenues to like, you know, can I go shoot a movie? Um, can I get a job working on a set somewhere? You know, hard to do though, because you want your, every single post you put to, to be thoughtful. Yeah. Right. And it takes me, it takes energy from my brain to think about the question that's being yeah. asked and write a little paragraph. For it. Yeah. So to do that, you know, however many, 90 times mm-hmm. in a day, it's just not realistic, but yeah, huge value in that. Yeah. And I, and, and I mean, I think that's, that's how, you know, you succeed with this sort of social media angle to marketing is you, you take that advice from Gary V, but you don't do exactly what he's doing. Um, as far as his content is concerned. Cause yeah, it's, it's pretty good content. I mean, I'm not wild about all of it, yeah. but I get, I get why people are attracted to it. I mm-hmm. get the mindset stuff. I've read a lot of books, you know, regarding that sort of thing as well. And yeah, he's definitely, he's not wrong, but His stuff's good <laughs> too, because he, 
you know, he knows who he is also, and you can tell he's very mm-hmm. confident in what he says. I think, I think that's an issue a lot of people have is they get on camera and they try to be him. You yeah. know what I mean? And it doesn't work for mm-hmm. everyone. Um, I probably tried to, you know, when I first saw that and I knew we, we were starting this, that's probably a persona that I tried to do mm-hmm. at first too. But in reality, I'm very much not that. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's one of the most important parts is you stay true to you, who you are kind of like that beer drinking video we made the other day. Yeah. Like that got such good engagement because everyone knows that's kind of the way I am. Yeah. You know, I like chugging beers and I like just drinking <laughs> beers. You know, I like partying with my friends. I like that sort of thing. I'm not a crazy workaholic type. And you're also laid back. You're yeah. not rushing to chug your beer. It's, just one, <laughs> it's one big sip, Pat. <laughs> it's one big sip. And yeah, and you know, I think Gary V himself would have something similar to say as to what you're saying right now. And that's, you know, figure out who you are right. and drive that person out. Don't try to drive any other person's right. personality out because that's going to that's gonna inherently be disingenuous to your audience. And if it's not, then, you know, go to Hollywood and be an actor. Exactly. <laughs> nope. You have, to, you have to be who you are and the market will come to you because of it. Or exactly. It yeah. You know? So cool. I like that in summary. Do you have any conclusions of how we can do things differently or anything from what we just talked about? I really like that. That was good. I think we're doing I think we're on a good, good track. I think something I have to work on is when you randomly come into my office to film me doing something, I have to not feel like I have to talk into the camera and give you something valuable. Mm -hmm. I have to literally just sit there and act like you're not there and do exactly what I was doing before. Mm -hmm. Because that's what... Because that's what... Do what I would be doing if Nick wasn't in the room. Just Mm -hmm. pretty much ignore you. People want to be a five. Right? Yeah. That's... Okay. I mean, that's... I I think... Yeah, and there's there's some things we do that 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 it calls for that. There's other things that we do. That, I mean, you are particularly good about giving us good bits of information. Like I was telling you earlier today, I mean, I I managed to lift out like ten little small videos yeah. out of that pints with Pat just one day of shooting, um, that are all going to be really useful on the I social love those media little videos. Um, and you know. <clears throat> It's not all mindset stuff. It's really good educational stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's going to work in two different ways. People are going to be able to watch that and say, oh, shit, yeah, maybe that's how I should go about doing auctions. Oh, I didn't realize I needed to have, you know, $10,000 in my account to buy a $200,000 house on the auction. Right. Shit. Glad (laughs) I know that. But it's also going to show, holy fuck, there's a lot of information to be gained by just going and spending an hour with this guy. He's even going to buy my beer for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You know, and I, I think in that way, we're doing we're doing a really good job and we're heading in a good direction. It, of course, I, the way I am, I think all, everything can always be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say that anything that we're doing right now is bad, in my opinion. I agree. Evolution. Exactly. It's funny to see the growing pains we've had and kind of where we're at now. It's just it's just funny to think about. That's why. That's why I know these are a pain in the ass sometimes, but once we get going on them, they're good, and they'll be really fun to look back on. I mm-hmm. think they really will. Kind of embarrassing that I'm saying the same thing I did last week, but just uh, I have to I have to get more organized with my time. A takeaway I had this week was I spend a lot of time making follow-up calls. I think from now on, I need to carve out two hours a day that it's it's 
looking for houses, not following up on old leads. So make sure I spend two hours every day and I was going to like put it on my calendar actually. So Tabitha and Nick know like during that time, literally just outbound calling foreclosures with equity. I'm going on Craigslist, um, going to the tax deed and doing that. And I think that will be effective. I think I started an hour a day of that and then, and then go up from there. Start time blocking more because I'm kind of a mess everywhere sometimes. This weekend will be good. Are you doing anything this weekend? Hey, how'd your thing go, how'd your thing go the other night? The showing? Uh, it went well. Uh, we we didn't win the audience award, but that's okay. The the why? Ju- I don't know. Just the um, way people reacted. Well, the way the audience award works is the people who are in that audience vote on it, and we had maybe like. <laughs> we we yeah, it's a popularity contest, and we had not our whole crew there, not our whole cast there we we were pretty like thin as far as our people went and so yeah their other movies did better than ours um we still go in front of the judges yeah. and there's going to be on the 29th they'll do the awards so we'll see who wins like the real deal one and that's that's the award that matters because that's the one that'll send you to film a palooza in new zealand so and cool. if you do film a palooza and you win film a palooza <clears throat> in New Zealand, you go to Con next year. Damn. Yeah, which you know, I it's a forty-eight hour film festival. I had a blast making the damn thing, and it was crazy, and I had a great time. And I think we, I think, I think we made a good little picture in forty-eight hours. Um, okay, did you post it yet? It's not published, but I do have it in the Google Drive. If you guys want to watch it Hell after yeah. this, I do want to watch. It's it. fucking weird, <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. And as you said, as you said, it's Con, right? Con film festival or can I don't can. know. Con, so as you can, said that, everything can. I know about Can and the only reason I know it exists is because of an Entourage episode. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that episode? I mean, it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's like it's like Can, Torino, and Sundance, I think, and like Tribeca is getting pretty damn big now too. Tribeca Film Festival, uh, Robert De Niro started that, and that's up in New York. But yeah, Can or Con or whatever the fuck. And Can's just models and yachts, right? That's the whole. That's the whole and thing. movies, <laughs> and uh, as the uh, ex rose rep from Bistro X likes to say, a nice glass of rose on the porch <laughs> at the Cannes Film Festival. Like, this guy came cool. in and we, he was like pitching that to us. Like he said that fucking like eight times. <laughs> Just, like, I hate this guy. <laughs> All right, well we'll wrap it up. We're doing a little team networking event this week. Uh, minus Steve, bowling. minus Steve. Is it bowling? I thought it was ping pong. Uh, they didn't open up early enough. They changed it I'd rather bowl than play ping pong. Are we going to main event? Mm-hmm. Do they have like an arcade there too? Did main oh, event used to be yeah. that place Latitude? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Did you hear what happened to Latitude? They weren't paying the franchise yeah. fees or something? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> shut the hell down. <laughs> I kind of heard. All right. Well, thanks everybody that did listen. If there's anyone listening <laughs> and, uh, We'll be back next Friday. We're going to push ourselves to do this.